Testing, testing, testing. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Testing, testing, testing. Mic check, one, two, one, two. (laughs) And we're recording. Hey, good people. (laughs) Welcome back. I'm Ashley. I'm Rashina. And we're the voices behind Jesus Business and Culture. What up, good? Hey, hey, hey. What up, what This is going to be the... Every time we get on, I'm thinking about the epitome of how different we are, even though we're so much alike. I know. It, but look at us. Twinsies. Look, look at us. Twinsies. Twinsies. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not, not me. Not me. Not, not me. us. Not us. Not me. So welcome back. It is... I don't even know what the date is, but we're towards the end of January. We're trying to be more consistent. And yeah. here we are getting it done getting it done we're gonna talk about a handful of things today but we're gonna start the way we always do worship songs of the week yeah i feel like you should go first because you kind of stole mine today oh i don't first of all that's not how it's written on the run of show but nevertheless no 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 i can go okay go all right so uh my worship song for the week is uh by elevation worship is called no one beside you um, and the lyrics are within my heart is a melody that was not taught in the darkest night. It still goes on the anthem of my God within my heart is a treasure that cannot be bought when all else is faded. It will not the presence of my God. And it's just talking about magnifying the, uh, the Lord and, um, exalting his name. The lyric, the chorus is, Oh, magnify the Lord. Let us exalt his name forever or together. No one beside you, Lord, honor and praise are yours forever. And I love the simplicity of that song. It's actually not simple because when it talks about like the melody that was not taught, like I just think about like people who didn't grow up in church and things like that. And like that desire to know God and Mm. to be close to him and things like that. And it's like something was put inside of you at, at an age. And it's there and you can't and you can't ignore it. And I think that even in society today, like there's a people are ignoring that. Like there's something there and people are searching. There's a stirring. People are searching for higher powers and stuff like that. But I think that's there and but don't know what to do with it. And so um, this this song, the bridge it is. I love the bridge. You know, I love a good bridge. And it goes into like, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Every voice cry, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And I'm just, and whenever I'm in the car, I'm like, holy, crying, holy. Okay, I'm done. I mean, but I love that song. You're never done unless you sing, <laughs> unless you sing a little bit, which I'm here for. So you're right. Facts. I'm here for it. Facts. Um, I love that because, I mean, we're all, we are all born with a Jesus-sized hole in our heart, and we try to put a lot of things, square peg, round hole, um, into those into that hole. And mm. um, to your point of that, like, stirring, that wanting, that desire, um, that's not taught, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's so many people who are, myself included, who didn't really grow up in the church, and but, like, you still have this, like, longing for... Um, so I love, I love that. Yeah. And I think it even goes into, um, just thinking about it, like people and we're probably, I think we're going to get into this a little bit, maybe a little bit, but just like when people see Christianity, they see the people, of course, Mm. that's the representation, but like a lot of the representation that's going on right now, that's not who Jesus is at all, At, at all. Like it is a misrepresentation all the way around. And so 
when you start to know him for yourself, like, I'm not going to say I ignore those people, but like there's a more longing and a thirsting to Mm -hmm. get to know the God I serve even better and even deeper Mm -hmm. because it's, it's, I think it's really important during this time, like to see man as human, Mm -hmm. but like see God as God. Yeah. Uh, that's you're absolutely right and we are going to talk a little bit more about that but i love that i might go back and listen to that song i haven't (laughs) i haven't heard that song in a little bit um i stole our worship song right from church this morning from the online church um you know i watch church at the house but um which i'm grateful for because we're in crazy times still Still Uh, but this song is called thank you by maverick city music um and we sang it in worship today and um one of our um youth worship leaders but like basically one of our worship leaders even though he's young just like you can hear his heart for the lord when he sings this Mm -hmm. song and it he he, that's like this i'm you guys know i'm not musical um but like when you're more than just singing a song and you're really ushering in the holy spirit and that was it like I was in the kitchen actually while the, like worship was going. I was like putzing around as per usual. You had to come out with your grandma's dance. Like, oh my! <laughs> you better sing. That baby better sing. Yeah, it was you just better sing, sing, baby. And you know, I've heard you know again a song you've heard a bunch, yeah. and you know, you've I've listened to this album top to bottom and 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 back again. Um, but this part where it says you've been faithful on my journey, you've kept me through the desert and the wilderness. I'm in the promised land now. And what really struck me this mm. morning is like defining the promised land i think that we have feel like everything has to be perfect to be in the promised land and i think really the trick is if you're in god's will you're in it um and like after a crazy 2020 and really a wild start to 2021 right um while i want things to be better while i believe that god has more for for us as a nation and for me as an individual and us as a group and the body of christ and all those things like i'm in god's will and this 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 is as not as good as it gets. It doesn't sound the, the right way, but does it make sense what I'm saying? Like yeah, like recognizing like the the pieces of the promised land that you're in, right? And that he has been faithful up into this point and will continue to be faithful. And just like there's this one part that says, um, "All I can do is thank you," and like just hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And it's just, yeah. it's just so good. And I definitely that was one of those times that I was like glad that church was online. Like, Let me run this back. <laughs> I, I, I can catch Rewind. up i'll skip i'll skim through the announcements but yes. i'm gonna I'm a run this back and bring it up again so yeah we'll add these to our um playlist on apple music sheena when i say we i mean sheena will do it because i don't do that i'm, I'm just glad that you're following it i am following it i listen to it all the time i like it because it's a good mix of like songs from all over and not just songs from the year like i mentioned last year but so those are our worship songs of the week um in the last two weeks or so since we've recorded some things have happened yeah, and we're going to talk about them and we're thrilled. Uh-huh. Um, so we went from January 6th, Ooh. terrorist attack on the Capitol right. to inauguration day. Ooh. And there's so many things to hit on an inauguration day. And this isn't a political po- like comment post. This is like, like that's everyone. This isn't a political post. This like, is like, when did the inauguration become like, so ridiculous. I mean, like, um, ugh, yeah, but like, nevertheless, there, first of all, Michelle Obama. Can we talk about how she just stole the show? The Y'all, she queen. stole the show. Forever first lady. I stole mean, the show. 
she came out those memes or like those gifs or like short videos i don't know what you kids call them um where they said her hair was wrapped until the moment she stepped out of the out of the motorcade and combing it down, combing it down. like she stepped down and then our friend pointed out like last year she gave us a middle part and a low bun homegirl uh <laughs> basically looked like she was about to do homework she looked like she was came straight from the gym. So like, yeah, let me throw like, this jacket look, on. Let me just put my hair up in this little clip or whatever in this little ponytail. Yeah, like I mean, like that's not even the heart of what we're getting at. But like, I mean, first of all, the women in general, like yeah, everyone. We joked about everyone wear jewel tones. Yeah, they had the group text going, ladies, <laughs> jewel tones, jewel tones for tomorrow. Pick your color. Yeah. <laughs> Pick your color. I'm wearing this. Don't wear that. I Don't mean, like you they wear looked color. incredible. But the highlight of that day, again, nothing to do with politics, was like the amount of young women, young girls, and and um, videos and posts that went out that were like, my first lady looks like me. Or, yeah. You know, our vice president, our madam vice president looks like me. And right. the pearls and the chucks and like, you know, they, there's this fra- phrase that goes out, you can't be what you've never seen, mm-hmm. which is not true because somebody has to be first. But man, does it make it different to be able to really, truly see I could be president because we've had a black president mm-hmm. and a black first lady. And I could be vice president, like the first female black of Indian descent president. And it was like, I don't even have children. And my heart was bursting for the young people like, you know, we're relatively young. But like, I'm thinking like, they'll never know a world where a woman can't be vice president, where a black woman can't be vice yeah. president. Like, it's just, it's, 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 it was wild for me. Mm-hmm. And like, what I love about it is that like, the ripple effect of like, other black women who will get opportunities that they maybe would have never got before because there's a woman who's looking for the next her. Mm-hmm. You know, like, unfortunately, we all have biases and we all, we often hire who we feel most comfortable with and who looks most like us and who we resonate with and, for the first time ever, that's going to be a black woman. Right. And I just, I, I, I had taken the day off just for like some other personal things, just feeling overwhelmed. And man, did I need that day? Like watching her get sworn in. And I don't, the video was going around today that like, whenever she has a big moment and we should all be doing this, where you like take a deep breath, lift your head, chin up, mm-hmm. shoulders back and really like take in the moment in a powerful way. Mm-hmm. I watched that over and over again as we like prepared to record. It was just, incredible yeah yeah it was so great uh echoing your points of just scrolling through social media that day i had a day full of meetings i was like oh my gosh today's the inauguration like why am i having all of these meetings uh but i had it on my computer and then i took my last couple of calls in front of the tv (laughs) Uh, that's fine yeah but seeing like the kids the t-shirts of all colors you know, mm-hmm. white, black, Asian, what Indian, Indian like w- seeing those kids like just kind of like in awe of like, oh, man. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so like you were saying, like growing up, you, we didn't have that. Like I never I never thought we would ever have a black president in my lifetime. Like I I you know, what I mean, like there was a point where I was just like, well, <laughs> White, 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 white. Male, 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 yeah. male. Man, man, man. You know what I mean? I was so, more optimistic, but yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I told you, my dad and I had I a bet. I also grew up in Texas, so there's that. Big facts. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in Pennsylvania, though, so. <laughs> um, but now kids, like, there's a generation of kids that at one point was all they knew was a black president up until their age of, like, understanding, like, eight years, you know. That's wild. Of, like, kids having a black president. 
And now kids are being born with a multi-ethnic vice president, female vice president. Mm-hmm. Like that meme that's going around that like shows all the vice presidents before her. And now somebody actually adjusted it and added like a red box for uh, slavery. Like she wouldn't have been able to run because of slavery. She wouldn't be able to run because of segregation. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't be able to run because she couldn't vote. You know what I mean? And like, right. I'm, I was bo- like I'm both fronts. I'm bo- right. Like, <laughs> like I'm black and a woman. Like, no, you're really out. You're, you're out. Um, and so I just pray that the the next generations don't take it for granted mm-hmm. that it wasn't like that wasn't a, a fluke like that's something that we need to continue to press on we just can't say like well we had one black president we had one female vice president we had one black vice president or mm-hmm. indian uh black uh, uh vice president we need to continue to press on and press on for more diversity in the senate and Congress and House, whatever, like in those, because it's just as important to have that representation there yeah, um, as well. And so I just pray that that generation doesn't say like, oh, I checked that box and that's it. Um, But with that, we saw a young woman on display that was just like, I don't I don't even. I mean, it was like somebody like when I think about God breathed. Mm-hmm. Like she was stunning, Amanda. Uh, I, I, like I, I know I can't call her Amanda because like we're not on a first name basis, but like she was stunning. This poet, twenty two in the, it was cold in DC, mm-hmm. came out looking like God blew her right out of his hands. Like, like she, first of all, I know she's twenty two, and I'm old now, but like can sis drop the skincare routine? Because in addition to being brilliant, and we're gonna get into her poem, but like she was just so composed and so physically stunning like her right. skin her outfit her hair Listen, let me tell you about that yellow jacket fire i mean she got she fire. got added to the group text I, yeah like, they let clearly. her know that she like, was in the hey, like hey hey you're you're a junior member of the group but right. like this but, is what we're wearing yeah that but yellow for you sunday that yellow i was like girl but you. the oh just everything everything so amanda gorman like what are your thoughts like i mean Listening to her poem, and I should have pulled it up. I'm not prepared. Um, I was just like, wow. I watched her interview with Anderson Cooper, and she said that, like, she don't she doesn't write through, like, visuals. Mm. She read articles and things about the insurrection and kind of positioned. She said, <laughs> unfortunately, it didn't throw her off course too much, which is, which is terrible, wild, right? Wild. It just added another layer mm-hmm. to it. And so she said she read different articles and um, opinion pieces on it and came up with this poem. And I was just like, wow, yeah. like amazing. Even Anderson Cooper was like, I don't even have words to say. Like, you're, 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 you're amazing. I mean, she's just impeccable. And what I love is that, like, again, there was a ripple effect, right? Like, it's not tradition. It's not. Um, it's not something that we do historically. That there's always a poet at the mm-hmm. inauguration. Yeah. And the fact that it was a black woman is the ripple effect of Kamala Harris being in the room and helping to make those decisions. Right. right? Like, and because she's in the room, President Biden is making decisions. Like the most diverse cabinet 
but from a gender perspective, from an ethnicity perspective ever. Yeah. Um, and admi- just administration in general. And like those things matter. Like she's on that stage because somebody thought of her. And now there's, again, a whole bunch of people who maybe I'll be a poet. And what I also loved was that like that exposure blew her up. She's got the top three books on yeah, Amazon on right Amazon. now. <laughs> they um, don't even come out since September. Right. Like they're pre-ordered. I could even pre-order it. Like right. it was wild. But like I just I'm so grateful. And to your point, like I hope we don't take it for granted. I hope what spurs us is to run for office. I hope mm-hmm. it spurs us to be in charge of the school board in your own local community mm-hmm. or run for city council, whatever the case may be. Because I think what we forget is that Kamala Harris becoming the vice president vacated a seat right. in the Senate. Um, so like there are no black women in the Senate now. Right. Um, and it shouldn't be that we have to, in order to ascend, we have to leave a vacancy in a hole mm-hmm. for no one to fill. Now, granted, like, um, I think it, it's a, a Latino man who filled the spot, which is great. Which I believe is the fir- a first, mm-hmm. a first again. And then there's a lot of firsts that happened because she also swore in the two, um, the two senators from Georgia, which yeah. was the first Jewish senator and the first black senator from Georgia. So again, massive things happening so and a many huge ripple effects. But like, I, I hope that like this younger generation is spurred by seeing themselves because like, like I had more hope for a black president specifically because of Barack Obama and having read his books and following his race, like his run and his political career before he was like at the DNC in the spotlight. Right. But I hope this younger generation just, you know, 10, 15 years younger than us decides like, I want to be that. Yeah. And understands what that looks like. I mean, again, talking about senators, John Lewis's pastor and intern were those two senators who flipped Georgia to a blue state. Like that's where we talk about like representation and seeing yourself and sharing values is, is life giving. So I'm excited. The inauguration gave me a day of like rest and hope and, um, excitement that I haven't felt in a really long time. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people breathe out air of relief. Um, we didn't talk about, and I'd love to get your thoughts about the fact that for the first time in history, the sitting president did not come to the swearing in of the new president. Do you want to talk about that? That joker. Any, anything. The silence is intentional. The silence, the silence speaks for itself. I mean, I, you want me to go? I mean, first of all, let Barack Obama not show up. Let him not even show up as a past president. Correct. Man, Fox News would have had a field day. And Fox News had the nerve to say that those jokes. So I watch all news. I I, I don't. Yeah, we. Got, I got to tune in to everybody. I, yeah, I want to see what everybody. I want to be informed. Fed. Yeah. Let me. I don't want no surprises. Correct. Okay? I don't need because January sixth wasn't a surprise to me. No, nobody was surprised by that. We saw it. All, we I all mean, saw it coming. You people, said it was some, a surprise for you? Some people said that it was a oh. I am shocked that this would happen. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not. We I, paid, I thought it was going to happen um, on the day of inauguration. Right. They, 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 they showed up early. Um, Beat my timeline. Fox News had the nerve to say, uh, I think it's great that Trump decided not to come. It is a, uh, what did they say? A refreshing change from, from tradition. tradition. I was jokers. like, and my thing is, is like, I don't know. That makes no sense to me. Like every 
every past president who could physically be there with the exception of Jimmy Carter was present. Right? Right. Like, because... Because Bush was with uh, Michelle Obama. Because wherever you... Well, now, one thing I know about Bush, he go find Michelle. He find Michelle. But because, like, from an age perspective, like, Jimmy Carter was like, it was a health risk for him to be there. But because all of those presidents, so Bill Clinton, George W., Barack Obama... We're all two-term presidents. So we're talking about the last, like, several years, mm-hmm. right? 20, 24 years? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in there. Right? Eight times three, 24. Yeah, that's it. So we're talking, so, like, you know, outside of Jimmy Carter, mm-hmm. all of the past presidents <laughs> for the last 25 years mm-hmm. were present. And I just, I, again, don't care about the politics of it all, but, like, it, what a double standard that, like, if... President Obama or Michelle Obama said, like, we're not going to welcome Trump and, and Melania to the White House. Like, we would still be talking about it. I mean, they rolled out the red carpet for them. Because that's what you do. Right. That's what you do. But instead, we're talking about, like, Joe Biden having a Peloton. I hope I hope Uncle Joe joins me on the Peloton. Right. I, I, I hope would, he puts I his username take, out. I would take a ride. I would, I would ride, ride with him. Uncle Joe. That yeah. sounds, yeah. You want to know what I'm waiting for? The letter that Trump left. I don't think, it's probably... Yeah, I'm not even going to get into what that. Did, what did Biden say that it was? It was generous. It was generous. It was generous. Somebody else said it was probably written in crayon. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Like, I mean, I've seen the past letters from um, past presidents, and they are all about, like, we're, we are rooting for you. Because at the end of the day, it should be about country, right? Yes. It should be. But right now, it's all about the party. It's all about like, yeah. well, I can't step out. But anyway, that's we're we're going off topic. Yeah, Trump no show. Like, I mean, he's a wimp. So, and he's a child. He's a toddler, and like just like most toddlers, sometimes they don't want to show up to their play dates, and that's what happened. Yeah, and we don't hold people accountable. So that's that's where we are. So overall, I, I if oh, and his petty self. Fired all of the butler, the butlers, and and um, sent all the butlers and stuff home so that there was nobody there to welcome them on their first day. Here's here's like here. what you are that this joke of that petty. Here, Why you got to be that petty? Here's what I also say. I'll, then you come to Florida. I I, I will move on from the inauguration because overall, what I want to focus on is the positive of it. Okay. But I'll never no 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 because I'm gonna get petty with you for a minute. I'll never recover from him looking straight at his supporters and before he boarded the helicopter and said, have a nice life. <laughs> have a nice life. Who, why, why would you say that? Have, have a nice life. There are 400,000 people who could not hear that because you acted like a child. Wow. <sighs> so, well, um, that's that. That's, so Sheena kept that. it all the way. We, real. I mean, I'm, I'm just really over it. Like I, I'm even right now. I'm even upset that we spent time talking about this guy on our Jesus business and culture podcast. Um, because he is not a represent, uh, representative of either of those things. Um, and I hate that there were still 70 plus million Americans who thought that he was a good choice after the last four years that we had. People were like, move on and uh, move on, like get over it. But like, I no, Right. It's a no for me. Right. I'm looking at all y'all with a side eye. 
I'm praying the Lord changes your heart because mm-hmm. that's that's all I have. All like yeah, that's all I got. So speaking of culture, mm-hmm. you want to switch gears and talk about your boy Kyrie, another child. Lord, all right. Let me get. Let's get. Let me. Let me give you the backdrop before you come for Kyrie all the way. Okay. And maybe I don't have all the facts, but this is the facts that I know. You jump in. Kyrie took a month off without telling anybody. Kyrie is a child. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole backdrop, ladies and gentlemen. Kyrie, <laughs> Sheena feels like Kyrie is a child. But okay. Kyrie so, tried to uh, work remote <laughs> as a National Basketball Association player. I am undone he tried to he tried to work remote like he tried to take advantage of the remote work that everyone else has been uh taking advantage of so he took time off because he said he needed personal time but he didn't communicate it with his coach who was a first-year coach and hall of famer like Mm -hmm. he will if he's not already in the hall of fame he will be yeah yeah right i don't think he's on the ballot yet so steve nash is a first-time head coach Mm -hmm. he's inherited Kyrie and KD and now James Harden. A miss. Um, Kyrie took some time off and in that time off he was seen and photographed Mm -hmm. at his sister's birthday party, no mask. So in addition to like taking off without communicating clearly, even though the articles say that he told his teammates, but he didn't tell his coach, he um, then violated COVID policy. So that's a whole other can of worms. And then he just came back and said like, I'm fine. I'm ready to play. Um, so you and I had a little bit of a uh, debate, heated fellowship about, not really, I just, my two cents is I think Kyrie has put it in his mind that he is, victim is not the right word, but like he like he has to, victim, like he's playing the role of martyr, right? Like he wanted so badly to be away from LeBron James and he wanted LeBron James to stop calling him the kid and he wants to win it by himself, but ultimately he's back in a in a big three situation with three bona fide all stars. Um, I mean, KD's been an MVP. Um, Harden has won the MVP. I think so. Yeah. So, and I mean, they're they're superstars. I hate James Harden's game more than I hate his teeth, and you know how I feel about his teeth. So yeah, he got the, he get those fixed. I can't tell behind the the, the, the mess of the beard, but like those bottom ones are rough. Anyways, so. Where I was saying, where I, I where I didn't defend Kyrie, but I I did come for Steve Nash a little bit, is that Steve Nash said publicly, like I had Kyrie never communicated with me. I had no idea where Kyrie was. I didn't know, have any idea he was playing, and I I take issue with that because here's my here's my two cents. Do I think Kyrie communicated poorly? Yes. There was no communication. Do I think Kyrie acts like a child often? Most definitely. Do I think a first time head coach? whether it's the truth or not, should air that laundry to his to the public and to the media? No. And here's why. I feel like as a leader and as a first-time leader trying to earn the trust of your of these players as a coach, if I'm looking at him, I'm thinking you didn't cover me. Like for me as a leader, all the times that my people on my team have made mistakes, I'll take a bullet and then I'm going to go back and I'm going to fix it. But I'm never going to throw my team under the bus as their leader. So that's my two cents. Like I think Kyrie is wrong, but I also challenge that Steve Nash did not handle that press conference well. Your thoughts? Um, unless he's trying to set up a narrative to get rid of him. But okay, but if do you want to play for a man who who would who would play that game? You want to play for Steve Nash if he's setting mm-hmm. up a narrative publicly? 
You're right. You're right. Because Katie right. and James I, I Harden just, are standing behind him. You're right. I just, I just, I just, after, after the stuff that he said about LeBron, Bron, I was really done. And when LeBron actually came out and defended himself, and LeBron never really comes out and defends himself, but he basically was like, no, we never could get on the same page. Like, he wanted to do his own thing, and we never could get on the same page. And, like, on two separate pages, we were able to win the championship. You know what I mean? And so, like, mm-hmm. I just – I I think I, I don't – like, I get what you're saying, but I just don't have any um, sympathy for Kyrie. That's um, fair. Because – Again, like he's putting so many people in a sticky situation. His team, like you abandoned your team like for a month. Like, but he communicated to his team. Some people on his team, which I'm assuming probably just KD at the time. Well, I mean, like, I, Katie's a whole issue in itself. And that's a whole, yeah, that's a whole issue. Like, I, I, I mean, God bless Steve Nash and and what he what he got in Brooklyn. Yeah, it's a lot. It's like, a lot. Like. KD with his burner accounts and ghost accounts, and then James Harden and his uh, uh, leanings towards strippers. Do um, you think he wore a fat suit? <laughs> uh, I think it was the black. I think it was the black. You think he's and, so chubby, the black just made yeah, him look thin? Okay. Yeah, and I think a- it was just the black and unflattering, because there's no way like you can drop weight like that. Unless you're wearing a fat suit. Unless you're wearing a fat <laughs> suit, which that's, I mean, that's just, that's a lot. I, I, I do and, think that we're watching the real world circa 1995 and that Brooklyn Nets team. Like it is like manufactured drama, like like bachelor, bachelorette, keep people up all night, keep them drunk. Right. Drama. Like it's it's going to be a lot. Kyrie also thinks the earth is flat. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't put a lot of stock into anything that Kyrie does. And I'm not saying that that's excuse or that I have any sympathy I mean, for I, him. I, I mean, I get what you're saying yeah. with, with Steve Nash. I didn't I didn't think about it from that point of view. Um, I came from it from even just like just Kyrie and like his teammates and like is that the is that the standard you want to set with a first year coach like on the flip side like is that what is that what you want to start like I get it Steve Nash could have kept that in house but like everybody's wondering like where is Kyrie and he, I guess he can just lie he could say we're not discussing it that too we're gonna keep. We're gonna keep what's going on with Kyrie in house. Yeah, I mean, he was probably caught off guard because I don't think. I think that him finding out that he's not playing was at the press conference. Was at the press conference. Yikes! I, I yeah, and I don't have the. I I, don't I, have the I, I really do think that that's when he that's when he found out. Like mm, at the press interesting, conference. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So I mean, listen. There's no excuses for Kyrie's behavior, and there's no excuses for the way that. James Harden and Katie coddle each other and all of that, right? Like, I'm here for, like, I was thinking about this as we were preparing. I'm, like, thinking, like, you know, like, the old school players like Isaiah Thomas and those guys were, like, we couldn't be friends and da-da-da-da-da. And, like, LeBron caring about what Steph does or caring about what D-Wade does. Like, we don't work, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, cool. Walk around with your 35-year-old hurt and, and without any healing and deal with that. So you can be on the last dance talking about, like, and I took that personally, and I don't know why I didn't make that team. Like, you need therapy. Like, I don't care how tough you are. Like, you need therapy. So, like, I'm not here for, like, the tough guy stuff, but I'm also not here for the lack of accountability because, like, 
right, wrong, or indifferent, like LeBron, and I, you guys know I'm a massive LeBron fan, and like not in like a worship the ground he walks on, but I think that he makes the players around him better, and I think that's why he's well-liked in the league, that mm-hmm. he's an ultimate competitor, but he makes the players around him better. And I don't think being a good NBA teammate Mm-hmm. In the sense of like, I'm going to help everybody get paid. I'm going to make sure everybody gets a contract. I'm going to make, I don't think that, that, that knocks his competitiveness. I don't think so either. So I'm not for the coddling that like Katie, Kyrie and James Harden need. Like I'm, because, I'm not here for it. You want to know why I think that LeBron can separate business from like pleasure or friendships? Dwayne Wade in Cleveland. Dwayne Wade in Cleveland. Yep. Tell me more. He can, he was signed with Cleveland. It didn't work out. Mm. He went back to the Heat. Yeah, thank you for coming. Right. And mm-hmm. didn't try to make it work. I you mean, know what I mean? Yeah. They, I mean, of course they tried to make it work. But, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like, like we got to. No, nah, you got to play my boy. Yeah. No, it was like. This isn't actually going to work. This isn't going to work. I mean, nobody took more kicks to the teeth than Kevin Love. Remember he told him, you're fat, you need to get in shape, you need to shoot better. And, like, you know, in hindsight, we obviously understand that, like, Kevin Love was going through a lot mentally, and he's right. been very transparent about that, which is great. Um, but nevertheless, like, and Kevin Love loves LeBron. Yeah. Like, so, I, like, there was clearly a way to motivate him, push him, and still have respect and get the most out of him and win a championship I, together. I just think that LeBron's not a bully. No, he's not. And I think that's the difference between him, Jordan, and Kobe. Yeah. Like Jordan and Kobe, they were bullies. Bullies. Like huge bullies. Like I'm going to cuss you out in uh, like in practice and punch you in the face and like and <laughs> cuss you out in the middle of a game like Michael Jordan punched Steve, Steve Kerr. Kerr. Like I know Steve Kerr is a big man, not as big as but Jordan. But not as big as Jordan. Like He's, Steve Kerr was a frail young man uh, in the league. But like the fact that he can like motivate you in that way like, I think that that's... Yeah, and I think that's why everyone's like, oh, it's not like Jordan, he's not like Kobe, he's not no, cutthroat. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. And I'm okay with that. He's actually been able to go to separate teams and... Cre- how did we get on LeBron? Because I was talking... <laughs> we were talking about Kyrie and how he couldn't make it work. And, like, the difference between that level of, like, like oh, you're a competitor, you're a competitor, I don't need anybody. Like, it's not cute. Like, you don't right. win by yourself. And you it's like, and, and so I said, I was comparing it, talking about, like, I heard Isaiah Thomas talking about. Yeah, no, I know how we got Yeah, there, but, but like, like it just Isaiah Thomas like, yeah, drives yeah. me nuts. So that's a whole other uh, yeah, camera. That's but, a, that's a, so this is what happens. We talk about topic. NBA, we get we get to King James. And, we you know, know, I love. Speaking LeBron of, James. We're going to get off, we're gonna get back off on topic. Speaking of King James, the memes going around talking about Joe Biden got that Bible directly from King James himself. Yo, that was a huge Bible. <laughs> like that's incredible like, though like it has to be like was it wooden was I it mean, made i mean i know that paper is made out of trees <laughs> but like was it actually bark like tree bark i know they said it was from 1913 i know that's incredible Ooh. sorry well that's it we've done it one nine one three you know you wanna be like me am i allowed okay. to dance while you do this <laughs> you can is, dance. is that against the rule i mean so that's it. You, we we both feel strongly that Kyrie is was not right, but I also think that I I take some, I don't know, maybe just like a, having led a lot of teams. Like I take I take a lot of str- like I like it, it bothers me the way yeah from yeah. an outside perspective that Steve Nash handled that's that. That's fair. That's fair. That's my two cents. That's your two cents. So what 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 what, what do we got? I mean, as our best first godson would say. 
That's it. That's it. Peace out, good people. Bye, friends. Did I take your... I, I saw your thunder. I don't think I say peace out, good people. Oh, I just say peace out? Yeah. Okay, you just say hey, good people? I say hey, good okay, people. Okay, bye.